Let's get your book published, sharing the truth while giving you tips, tricks, and secrets about the publishing industry with your host, Nicole Gabriel. Hey guys, Nicole Gabriel here. Welcome to a five-part series on working with a book designer. We are going to continue the series by talking about how the book cover sets the tone and in the later half of the podcast, hit on all the nitty gritty details that go into making up the jacket content. I know this is not one of my more entertaining podcasts, but it's good for you to know all the details as you build out your book content and position the details to serve you best. There is a lot here, so let's dive in. The book cover sets the look and feel of the entire marketing campaign, business cards, event banners, letterhead, etc. for the life of the book, unless it gets revised in the next edition. If you know that you're going to write multiple books, you may want to carry a theme throughout. If you're writing your book to begin your platform, then the book cover might set the stage for your entire branding image, look, and feel for the work you do going forward. A good designer will pay attention to the trends in the industry for all the components that make up the book cover. Be sure to tell your designer why you think something would be a good fit. He or she will also ask to get an understanding of your book project's goals and objectives. A current trend that's been going on for some time, women are big decision makers in the book buying process. Take this into account if the book's material isn't clearly made for men. So let's talk about some of these elements that set the tone of your book or branding message or image. The fonts. A designer will generally keep a list of the most common fonts used in today's book covers and interiors. Certain fonts are a little easier to read than others and give your book more impact. There's a rule in design called KISS. Keep it simple, stupid. What this basically means is that less is more. Remember that when your book is sold online, there'll be a small thumbnail image of it next to hundreds of others. You want your book to stand out. So if there's less on the cover, it'll be far easier to read. It's the same for all stage presence and marketing materials. If you're writing something other than a business or self-help book, a memoir, a book of poems, a novel, you can go with something that's a bit more soft and sweet. But if you're writing a book to enhance your business, you want to make sure your fonts are consistent with anything you have in place currently, speaks to the brand of you or your product or service, represents well when compared to other books of the genre screams your message when you're on stage speaking about the content. Book fonts will be different based on the genre of your book. A more romantic font might be used for relationship coaching, wedding books, or a romance novel. Bold, blocky, crisp, sans serif fonts are more popular in business, self-help, or even cookbooks, creating strong, powerful messages. Using a more traditional serif font is generally a safe font that most new authors feel comfortable with. A handwritten looking font might work better for more memoirs or biographies. Some of the most popular fonts currently, 
A serif font is typically found in the interior of the book, but this may also depend on the author's choice, the designer's choice, or the overall look and genre. So a serif font might be Trajan, Minion, New Baskerville, Scala, Electra, Fournier, Janssen Text, Palatino, Saban, Garmand Premier, Utopia, or Bemo. A sans-serif font might be Avenir, Helvetica, Din, Scala Sans, Trade Gothic, or Franklin Gothic. These are just a few of the more popular fonts. You can go to many different websites like fonts.com and look at font samples for ideas. But honestly, you really don't want to get too creative here. The wrong choice will give your book a self-published look. And if you spend all this time doing everything the right way and go wrong here, you will distract from all the hard work and the material you've worked so hard to put together. Less is more. Count on the designer to guide you. They do this for a living. So let's get into the nitty gritty of the book jacket elements. I may lose some of you here, but this is important to know as it's all really a part of the branding and strategy. Let's talk about the book jacket or the dust cover. If you're going to a job shop, an online designer, or any other designer that doesn't specialize in book design, this is where you will begin to find challenges in comparison to a professional book designer. A professional will align to work with a professional printer for all the bleeds, folds, margins, etc. A designer you find elsewhere will not understand how these work and will just give you a design that looks pretty, but it won't be functional unless you can get them the design specs for the printer and they know what to do with it. But generally this means that you have to do more work coordinating. So since time is money, plan to spend some time here in order to save some money. This is just not something you will know till you're well into it with a non-book friendly designer. When the designer completes the front cover and has all the other details for the remainder of the jacket, usually after the editor is finished, they'll be able to move into the full jacket design. The jacket of a hardcover book is the removable piece of paper that wraps the book. The jacket on a softcover book will sometimes have French flaps, which is a similar design to the removable jacket, but they are attached to the book. Sometimes the flaps will be a bit more narrow on the French flap. So let's talk about the elements involved in the creation of the jacket. There are five hardcover jacket or French flap elements. It is pretty typical all of this information will be gathered at the completion of the editor's work and they will often help you write it, write it themselves, or at minimum review and edit what you have written. So these elements are... One, the back flap or the author bio. Two, the back cover. Three, the spine. Four, the front cover. And five, the front flap or about the book. There is a sample image in this presentation's video over on YouTube if you need. So let's talk about the front flap or the author bio and all of the elements that go into that. You're gonna wanna get an author photo. 
Generally, this should be a 300 DPI or greater professional photo, not an iPhone picture. About the author, usually you want to have a shortened version of what you would put on the inside of the book. Two to three sentences about the author. The remainder can easily fit inside the book in the about the author section in the back pages. Social media. Even if you don't actively use social media, you'll want to have some representation here. This will give you and your book credibility and legs showcasing its reach. If you have a page you do use regularly, provide the name or link to the designer. The editor or designer names. So most New York books today are giving credit to all image sources, editor, photographers, and book designers to get the most professional look and to give credit where credit is due. You may want to follow suit. The publisher logo. Your publisher will provide this and you'll want to give that to the designer. Next, we'll talk about the back cover. The back cover is typically made up of testimonials. You may have testimonials for yourself, your business, and or your book. You'll want to choose the top four or five for the back cover. The rest can go on the interior. The ISBN number and the price barcode. The publisher will provide this for you. Pricing will be determined by you and based on whether your book is hardcover, softcover, the page count, special features in the book, and or personal or corporate objectives or pricing strategies. You'll need to email the barcode image to the designer for placement, unless you're doing print on demand. If you do print on demand, the ISBN number is a sure sign that you are a self-published author. If people look it up by ISBN number, it'll show the company you bought the number from. So you'll want to consider carefully the source from which you acquire this. And finally, on the back cover, you'll have a publisher logo. Again, your publisher will provide this. The next element is the spine. The spine will contain the title, the author name, the publisher's imprint, and any special character, logo, or design may be added. Sometimes an element from the front cover is captured and reproduced here. And of course, the front cover. This is the part everybody hires the designer for, but it's really simple. It's the tagline, the title, the subtitle, and the author name. And the last element is the back flap or about the book. This will include the pricing and a list for the countries it's sold in. The primary country should always be in bold. And it will also contain the book overview. This is a description of the book, and this may include bullet points for quick call out slogans, quotes, or special words and phrases. Your editor will help with this. The hardcover and the French flap book jackets will look much the same in terms of the content. You can see the template in the YouTube video to understand the placement of all the elements and be sure to note what you need to provide to the designer. There are three softcover elements. You have to be smart about the content on the softcover because you have far less space to work with. Everything counts. You can place all the content on the inside that would have been on the cover of the jacket. If you're working with an online system, 
you will not likely be able to produce hardcover jacketed books. This will be your only option. The professional printer can do a French flap softcover book that looks much like the jacket, but it has a lower cost than the hardcover book. So let's talk about these three elements, the back cover, the spine, and the front cover. So the back cover, all of the same elements are here. There's just less space. So each element must be consolidated. All of the following must fit here. About the book, testimonials, author photo, author bio, publishing logo, the genre, the pricing, the barcode, and the editor or designer name or photographer name if you wish. The spine is the same as the hardcover book. It'll contain the title, the author name, the publisher imprint, and any special character logo or design may be added. Again, sometimes an element from the front cover is captured and reproduced here. And finally, the front cover. You can see the template and the YouTube video to understand the placement of all the elements and be sure to note what you need to provide again to the designer. Tagline, title, subtitle, and author name will be found on the front cover. So guys, you want to get educated for the best result. You don't need to know much about these templates, but know that you will be responsible to tell the designer what you're looking for and it's best to educate yourself on the terminology and know what you're capable of doing so you can get the best result. You may have no involvement in the book template at all, but when you go to print, you'll need to make sure the designer and printer are working together to get the correct files transferred and your book created. Okay, guys, I'm going to talk about the printing process in more detail coming up. Tune into the next episode in this five-part series to learn more about the cover design and interior layout. As always, I'm wishing you peace, love, and light. Check out our online book publishing program, join our email list, or earn a great income by signing up for our affiliate referral program over on our Let's Get Your Book Published.com page.